This is Thrive Perspectives, an ever-growing discussion about the issues that shape our lives with your guides, Dr. Matthew Jacoby and DJ Payne. Matt, I've decided to do something totally new in, in our world of Thrive, and you're going to be so excited by it. Uh, you ready? Okay. You yeah. ready? I've started an Instagram account for Thrive Today. Okay. <laughs> Take it too excited. Good for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't really use Instagram, so you, you, you. Do you feel like that I should? Well, you've got your own. Okay, now we're totally. Down I, I, I do. I do have an Instagram account, but yes. I, I haven't actually used it or looked at it for a long time. And and we promoted I, I and a while ago on Thrive Deeper, we promoted oh, your we? In, in, Instagram account. When you went to I don't Israel, know what to do with it though. Oh, okay, yeah, like go and and you put up pictures and stuff. Take photos. But I don't I don't even really get the tags thing and I'm I'm an absolute nufty That's when it comes fine. to That's fine. You you actually You need to give me a, a as someone who a was tutorial a prof- one day. Well, as someone who was a professional photographer for 23 years, yeah. I can say you've got a pretty good eye. Thank you. And and you know, you 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 take, you know, when you do take a photo, they're pretty interesting photos. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll <laughs> I'll see if I can waste some time by okay. uh, getting back on Instagram. Good, good, good. Well, we've got, we've got. If you go to thrivetoday.tv on Instagram, if you search right. for thrivetoday.tv, you'll find out. So, new... what will you put on that? Well, uh, we've, we'll put a lot of content. We'll put clips. We'll put us, uh, us recording videos. Surprise! We're going to record a video after this and talk about it mm. and things like that. They're just, it's Sounds just boring. <laughs> <laughs> this, dear listen, this is what I have to put up with behind the scenes all the time. Hey, listen, let's get into it. Uh, I, you know, and I bring up Instagram because, you know, it's social media. It's where a lot of people put statements of belief and fact and, you know, uh, of what they're about. And there's a lot of, you know, um, social interaction. Mm. There's a lot of arguments happening mm. on Instagram. And dare I say it, and this is the key phrase, as you've seen in the title of today's episode, there's a lot of people arguing about political correctness. Mm. And it's not a new phrase. It's mm. a phrase that's been around for a long time yeah. and it's been around heavily in our culture and people banding it around pretty much for the last 20 years. Mm. Yeah. But you've decided, and we've had people ask about it over the years and people think, oh, man, you know, it's it, for some people it's still a big issue. Yeah. So we've decided to dedicate an episode to it today. Yeah, and, and I think the concern uh, here is being... Uh, a Christian and holding to what are increasingly countercultural uh, views, uh, holding to a worldview that includes elements. Let me put it that way: yeah. holding to a worldview that includes uh, elements that clash with the compete with the uh, sort of dominant, you know, kind of social worldview. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the kind of dominant social narrative. Yes, uh, we, we're finding that our these that there's inc- increasing clash of worldviews. Yeah. Uh, and and within that there are these elements. So there are elements of the of the Christian faith that are becoming, and I'm going to put it this way purposefully, are becoming increasingly unintelligible uh, oh. to um, to people who hold to the other worldview. Because the more we part ways, um, the more uh, I guess that people are growing up without a biblical framework and without a biblical narrative. And, and I know, so for example, you know, you and I have been Christians for long, for a long, very long time, decades and decades, and you get so used to living within the, the kind of narrative framework, but particularly if you've, you've, you know, steeped yourself in scripture and, and, you know, so, um, so we can kind of take for granted that we think like this, but forget that other people actually have just have a completely different framework totally and it's and it's compounded this is something it's funny that you brought this up right at the beginning it's something i wanted to get into later on um it's compounded by the fact that for someone like yourself i'll pick on yourself for a little minute your totally vocation Mm. life 99 percent of your Mm. hours Mm. is involved in the church, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amongst other Christians, yeah. teaching yeah. Christianity, yeah. you know, steeped in the Bible, and so it's almost like you begin to live in a parallel universe yeah. to what everybody else is going on, yeah. you know. But there's nothing. There's, I mean, I, I absolutely love having conversations about faith. Yes, uh, with people, I do get opportunity to do that, and and my experience is that people just don't get it because, and and it's not, it's not even. Um, 
it, it has a lot to do with, like, it's not about the topics itself as much as the fact that they are accessing it from a completely different worldview. So in, in explaining some elements of, of Christian faith, uh, I'm, I'm having to start from a worldview perspective. Like, I could just throw out beliefs, right? Yeah, and they don't. Uh, yeah, and, and, and actually, and this is where it comes to the political correctness, it would actually be quite, um, it would be a real put-off to them because it, it, there's almost, you know, we've built up this sort of cultural sensibility. They're just, oh my goodness, you just don't, yeah. you just can't hold that view or you, you know. It's offensive. Uh, yeah, it's, it becomes an offensive thing. And so, and so I, you know, I have to kind of take a whole lot of steps back yeah. and come at it from, um, you know, I mean, in, so when I get asked questions about what do you think about this? I take a big step back yeah. and I try to go big picture and work in rather than just say, oh, yeah, I think this. Yeah, yeah. Because in, in our culture now, it, it's it's like speaking another language yeah. almost that actually just comes across as really uh, quite offensive. And uh, and um, and I, I guess that's this is why I think it's worth talking about this because we live uh, in, in a society now that um, considers certain views – um, even certain terms, yeah. uh, certain language, as completely offensive, even to the point of, um, you know, the charges that there, you know, there are certain views and certain kind of language that will actually do harm yes. uh, to people, or or, uh, or, or, or a violent. Well, let's okay. This is good. We've we I, I like this. We've started with, you know, this whole conversation. I, I now can we can enter into this conversation with your motivation. Mm. Why why this is important yeah. to you and we've got a purpose about why we should be thinking about it. Not yeah. just you know, it's fine to think about it for you know, thinking exercise. Yeah. But you've got a motivation here. Yeah. And we yeah. all should have a motivation yeah. as a Christian worldview to be able to connect with people around yeah. us and share the gospel. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so let's let's as, as that's the overview, let's do some definitions to start with here. I've pulled up the old Miriam Webster here, the the dictionary, and it says, you know, what what is politically correct? Uh defined by uh conforming to a belief that language and practices which could offend political sensibilities, as in matters of sex or race, should be eliminated. Mm. That's a you know that's a that's a you know a, a nice basic starting here. If we go to Wikipedia, we go a little bit more mm. in depth here, and I, I would argue personally that Wikipedia is incredibly politically correct and very you know very left of centre there and when in how how it's laid out and you know their motivation around it. But this is how they define, which is I, I, I would I would you know affirm here. Political correctness, uh, otherwise known as being politically correct, commonly abbreviated to being PC, mm. is a term used to describe language policies and measures that are intended to avoid offence or disadvantage to members of particular groups in society. In public discourse and the media, the term is generally used as a pejorative or a slur mm. with an implication that these policies are excessive or unwarranted. Mm. That's a. That's yeah, I think that's a fair, and, and I think uh, I think that's a fair assessment. So, it's um, you know it comes from the the sort of the idea of political correctness. Uh, it, it was used to describe the kind of. You know, for example, within communism, that you know, the sense that you've got to toe that party line and, and you've well, got to we, say the politically correct thing. And yeah. So if you go back, go back to the dogmatic sense. So again, doing research on it here, and from from all different historians, on, on Wikipedia, doing research. No, no, no. Honestly, I, I found I actually found some other people. I I did the Matthew Jacoby yeah. trick. I wanted to find people on the left and the right. Yeah talking about this okay. issue. Good on you. And all of them did the same said the same thing. Look, the origin origin is comes out of both sort of equally, you know, the the, the Nazis and the communists use it at the same yeah, time that's saying true. Yeah, that's right. you're yeah. not allowed to say that because that is politically incorrect. Yeah. We have a political agenda, we have a purpose of doing that and what you're saying is politically incorrect. Yeah. So so, was, so hence so hence it is a kind of pejorative because it's it's referring to really context that yeah. no one wants to I exist guess, no one, yeah. and saying, you know, that essentially the charge is that this concern around language and you know is is kind of like that whereas look i think i think to give some uh to just give a slightly positive spin i mean there is things to be concerned about here well, well before before you jump into that 
we don't we don't I don't want to jump from the 30s to today because there's, oh, yeah, there's, right, yeah, yeah, there's okay. a couple of steps in between. Ah, there, there's a few steps there's in a, between, right. There's a couple of steps, just a couple that I think are important to point out. When the new left emerged at the end of the 60s, you know, the yeah. 60s called counter-revolution and, you know, yeah. all the different stuff. So the new left emerged in the late 60s yeah. and 70s. In 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 those in those groups and they were very yeah. um you know, anti-establishment, yep. you know, very, very, you know, that left hippie that we decided, yep. they would joke, it became a in-house satirical joke. Mm. If someone would say something or use a phrase, one of them, someone else would say, oh, that's politically incorrect. And they would all laugh yep. because they were making fun of themselves. Yeah. Right. Now, what happened is people who were involved, young people who were involved in that movement, as they grew older and mm. few of them left that view behind and either yeah. became Christians <clears throat> or entered into the politically right atmosphere mm. of the of the you know of America mm. they then took that same phrase in the 80s and yeah. and, the, and the early 90s and said you know it, it was it was never something from the people who were wanting to you know measure the behavior they didn't use it about mm. themselves they mm. they if they ever did it was an in-house joke saying don't yeah. don't be politically like like yeah. don't yeah. don't look at it but then the right the political right in america and the mm. conservative right in america started using it as the classic pejorative yeah. against yeah. the other side saying yeah. you're just trying to be politically yeah. correct and and they're like no uh, no, yeah. no 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 it's like you're communists or nazis yes, kind exactly. of thing yeah that's yeah. it was it was a libel <laughs> about that yeah. so and again, that's the origins of it, and we're going back to the late '80s, early '90s. But fast forward, you know, forty years later, thirty mm. years later, it's just a common parlance, yeah. parla- yeah. you know, now in in the language of, are you trying to be politically correct? Are you trying to, you know, uh, police my my words or my phrases mm. or how I view something so I don't offend somebody or if I yeah. don't, you know, yeah. go against the narrative there? So yeah. that's that's a bit of the historical overview. Yeah. And of course, and, and this is where I, I just would want to acknowledge um, a positive uh, in this, and because I, I think this is important. I think in the way that we approach issues like this as Christians, it's very important wherever there is a, a concern uh, to prevent offence or harm or um, to not make people feel put down. Or yep. I mean, I think we it's really important that we don't just. Um, diss these ideas when actually they can originally be the concern around how we use language. And again, the p- people that are concerned for this thing, they don't talk about political correctness. It's the, yeah. it's it's a kind of, as you say, it's the, the opposition on the other side. Yeah. Um, but the, the concern is actually that we speak in a way that is respectful of those who differ from us, of those who are not like us, of those who, um, uh, wh- whoever, whoever those people are. And and so I think um, that concern about preventing offence, um, not you know stamping people in a certain way, I, I think we have to say, look, that's that's a good concern, that's valid. We want to be concerned about people. Well, it has it has echoes of, you know, um, you know, the apostles telling the church, <clears throat> you know, whatever is good, whatever is yeah. lovely, whatever yeah. is noble, whatever is all these positive things. Be like that, you know. Yeah. Live peaceably amongst yeah. you. Like it has echoes of that around it. So I, I'm I'm with you. If there is something small that we can do around yeah. our behaviour or language yeah. that will genuinely, you know, not offend somebody, an innocent yeah. party, I, I I think. Well, why wouldn't we? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't we do yeah. that? Yeah. Why and so this is where that? I think it's important because um, because political. You know, correctness feels to, to um, some Christians feels like it's um, putting a gag uh, on how we express uh, our views, which which there's some validity to that. Yeah, uh, we can just come outright against the whole idea, mm. and as I said, you know, sort of contemptuous. We can we can be so contemptuous of the whole agenda that we we actually can sound like. We don't care yeah. if if people are offended or hurt or feel put down or feel stigmatized or whatever. Yeah. And actually, we need to lead out with with um, a strong sense that we are concerned about uh, about people. And and so I really want to I really want to really emphasize that's the first thing I think in the way that we that we deal with this because uh, we've just got to think about we are representing 
we are representing the cause of Christ. And it's very important for us to continually look at ourselves and say, okay, I, I, I and, and we'll talk, we'll, we'll do, you know, we'll talk a little more critically about this situation yeah. in a moment, but, um, and there are some issues with this, of course, but we need to really look at ourselves and examine how are we in our, in our reaction to this, uh, how are we coming across to our world? And if we're coming across as insensitive, uncaring, uh, in any sense, we're not really representing uh, our faith well. So, and that's a really good big picture view. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I'm and and and, and uh, um, you know, in theory, you know, yeah. with everything that you said, and very practically, I yeah. say, Amen. Yeah, Amen. You know, we want to be like Paul, all things to all people, that we might win some. We want to, yeah. you know, we want to honor yeah. the mission that we have here. Yeah. And there's cultural sensibilities. Yeah. Talk to any missionary that walks into a into any tribe around the world. They have to learn the cultural sensibilities yeah. and go, oh, I better. If, and they have to navigate that very carefully. Like, is there anything wrong with holding my wife's hand? Well, obviously not. Oh, but in this culture that I'm in, in this tribe here yeah. in the deep dark jungle, if you do that, that's a sign yeah. of disrespect. Okay, well, I better learn yeah. that. So. And that's that's a that's actually a very good example because this has, you know, often been the, been the case where, uh, you know, Christian workers or Christian missionaries going into cultures, when they say, well, we we don't need to observe that, you know, because for, for whatever reason, yeah. and so they kind of flaunt their almost their contempt for you know for those cultural things and. Uh, but and I, I would I would argue that that that. Stereotype of a missionary walking in a yeah, flaunting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, is is very is the overwhelming know, minority. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, unf- and unfortunately, uh, <laughs> it's the it's those minority of cases that get brought out and and made yeah. you know popular. The well, the overwhelming history of of Christians right from the earliest church age. Yeah, you know, the yeah, so first, we, yeah, we don't care about your culture. We're coming in with this sort of colonial mindset, and it's totally foreign to the church. It really is foreign to the church. And it's not that it's not that some some people didn't do that. Yes. It's and it's not that, you know, it uh, and even today, I mean the classic example I'm thinking of is, is the, the novel The Poisonwood Bible, which uh uh, is is a story about missionaries that go into Africa and they're completely insensitive to yeah. everything in that yeah. culture, you know, and it just doesn't work. It just falls, you know, yeah. just flops, um, you know, and that that's kind of the stereotype. And then, of course, in our in our day, there are always there, you know, there there are ex- those examples of people that just just threw up the most, you know, uh, stuff that was that we would probably say is true, yes. uh, but uh, actually just threw it up in a way that was really not untactful yeah. let me put it that way that, that was not that's, that's you know, so, it. It, so in in a way very much like the kind of uh poisonwood bible style missionary yes. uh that just goes in and just you know yep. uh completely disregards much, those much, cultural sensitivities and much, so forth much like the musical by the south park creators you know the book of mormon <laughs> You know about the Mormon missionaries. It's the same thing. These Mormon missionaries go into a tribe, and everything is culturally wrong, and they do it all wrong. It's yeah. a, it's a common parlay. Yeah. It's a common joke. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a common it's a common um, you know shorthand type of stereotypical way of looking at it, both in a funny way, but also in a negative yeah. way. But my argument is, look, overwhelmingly, the the, yeah. the millions and of missionaries that you don't hear no, about. That's right, uh, and it's partly because I mean, the earliest missionaries, like for example Hudson Taylor, were so careful, I and mean, these yes. are the earliest missionaries. Yeah. Yeah. Who really set the agenda in many ways for, for missions? Well, and, even, but even if you read the early church very letters, sensitive. if you read the early church letters and some of the stories about the oh, yeah, you know, the yeah. saints going into yeah. into India or other things, they totally adopted the lifestyle. Yeah. They learned the languages, totally yeah. adopted the lifestyle, and then preached the gospel out of that. That's it's right. the earliest and, history. And in that, they are they're following the example of Paul, of course, who talks about being all things to all men, not compromising on the truth, but no. and uh, which which in turn is actually. Uh, you know, demonstrate demonstrating and outworking what Jesus says when he talks about being gentle as doves and true to serpents. Like, yep. you know, navigate the cultural complexities, the cultural sensitivities, and navigate that carefully. Now, in, in you know, if, when, when if you study in you know, missions, uh, you know. Uh, at a theoretical level, this is all the stuff that you get taught. You've got to, you know, to get the gospel in, uh, you've got to really navigate these cultural sensitivities really carefully. Now that's been standard missions theory for generations. Uh, And yet I I feel like, you know, we could say amen and amen to that, but not quite 
get that for our own culture. Yeah, because we yeah. don't see ourselves as missionaries <laughs> yeah. in the culture. And so you know, you, you know, you can throw up stuff on 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 Facebook or Instagram, yeah. uh, if you know, uh, or, or you know, Twitter or whatever, and just you you know, you just throw out these that that are just um, really great against these cultural sensitivities, and it's just not. We're all on mission here, folks. Yeah, yeah. We are in, you know, the. As Christians, it's like we're in now a foreign culture, yes. and we need to treat it like that and yeah. recognize that there are cultural sensitivities, and we need to navigate this very, very carefully, like Paul did. You know, this we, we have uh, biblical uh, examples of this. Uh, I mean, Paul um, in uh, in the book of Acts, I think it's Acts sixteen, where he goes into a Jewish area, and and, and you know, Paul doesn't believe that. Uh, you know, Christian believers need to be circumcised, but he says, "Listen, Timothy, we're going to go through this just so that you don't offend poor, the Jews." Poor Timothy. You know, I mean, he writes to Galatians <laughs> saying, "If you be circumcised, you might as well cut the whole thing off." Yes. Like he's been yeah. really, uh, and yet he says, "Look, I, just let's not have the wrong kind of arguments no. here. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do this." To- and, and and you've brought up a, you brought up a point that we we you know it's a, it, it's almost become a bit of a broken record when we're talking about cultural <laughs> yeah. things like this for Thrive Perspectives is we need to keep coming back to the fact and say, guys, it's incredibly complex. Yeah. It's not black and white. Yeah. There's oodles of grey, every shade of grey you can think yeah. about here. And this is, you know, so many different ways we can look at this. But let me – I, I want to give voice because I think I know where we're well, going well, to end. Just uh, as a comment about yeah. that, though. Like, I mean, there, there are convictions that we have that are black and white. Oh, amen. Uh, but uh, we, we need to – uh, we need to again prioritize the central things. Okay, what what we actually want to communicate is God's the, the, is is the gospel, the good news yes. about Jesus Christ. Yes, and so we, we've got to we've got to not fight battles that are going to draw us into things that we don't that actually yes. are just going to make us. Um, offensive. Now, there, there is a sort of internal offensiveness already in the in the sense that, you know, the gospel is saying, look, you're generally going the wrong way. Not not in not in individual things, but in generally by disregarding God, well, going the wrong way, and God is calling us back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you've touched touch on where I want to I want to go to because, uh, you know, I I I think. I think we're going to end up in a, in an interesting place at the end of this discussion. Yeah. But I want to I want to give voice to those people. Uh, you know, and I, I want to genuinely give voice because this is something that yeah. I've been frustrated with yeah. in, in different capacities. Yeah. Is this concept of political correctness, yeah. you know, and saying, no, no, this is, Matt, Matt, you're not getting it. I I, 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 I want to be able to say this or say that and I I want to say this truth and they're telling me that I can't say yeah. it or yeah. these concepts. So let's start at the very, you know, what you yeah. just touched on there. Again, we're going to, I think we're going to end up quoting a lot of Paul here. Paul says that the gospel is offensive yeah. to the world. It is an offense yeah. to yeah. The, to the world. It's offense. It's a stumbling block to the Jews. It's total craziness to the Greek. You know, like he goes. Okay, well, on. let's 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 just get inside of what he says there. So that's yeah. in in First Corinthians, uh, beginning there, First Corinthians. So he, he says it's an it's uh, it's an offense to the uh, uh, to the Greeks. You know, it's it's a. It's like he refers to it as an offense and a, st- and a stumbling block. So the Greeks, because it has this idea of the word becoming flesh, you know, so it's actually a kind of intellectual. It, it clashes with yes. their whole, with the popular philosophy of the day. Okay? Yep. So that's where, like, the whole framework, it it's presents ideas that completely fly in the face yes. uh, of, you know, of the dominant philosophical framework of the time. That today is actually has actually become true amen uh, again the kind of spiritual worldview uh in, at the in the backdrop of a very um you know uh, secular society mm-hmm. um so yes in that sense to the you know it was to the jews uh it was a stumbling block because it presented, you know, it, it was basically saying that the Jesus that you crucified yeah. has been is Lord and Savior, yeah. <laughs> you know, is the is the Messiah, yeah. um, and so it was confronting them with the fact that they really re- did the wrong thing. Mm. So, um, but I think I think in general the, the the offense that's built into it is, you know, as Paul says at the beginning of Romans, this from verse eighteen onwards. It is really saying to people, you're actually going the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, n- not not in terms of any individual sins, but the whole thing mm. that living without God is is going the wrong way, and um, and so 
already that kind of big picture. And, and I think this is where it's not just about oh, that thing that you're doing is wrong, but because then people could say, um, well, I basically live a good life. And, mm-hmm. and no, no, it's, it's actually, it's not about good and bad things. It's about the whole issue here is living in defiance of God's claim on us. Yeah. You know, God is making an absolute claim on our lives. Yes. And, and we are living in defiance of that. Now that, in, a, in, a, in our society, which puts high stock on individual autonomy, that is kind of inherently offensive, it's, it's offensive, right? So there's already an offensiveness there. Let's not create offence. <laughs> like, let's not create offence right. where we need not create because there's already See, that that, that you, internal. You're you're funny because you. This is the pastor's heart and you. You don't yeah. want to create more offence. And I'm I'm the opposite. I go well if they're already offended at that. Let's go. Let's go yeah. all in. Let's go all, all the way. Yeah, because because I mean, but but again, the light the light that you're saying here yeah. is, and this is I don't want to be facetious. It's about, about being this. focused. It, it's yeah. It's about going. We live in a kingdom that is not. We live in a reality, a dimension, a kingdom that is not what these people are living in. How do we tell them about this good news yeah. that you can live in this kingdom as yeah. well when they have no concept? Yeah, that's right. You know, or even the this establishing concept of there being a God that yeah. says you need to change to come to me is incredibly well, offensive. Well, actually, and, and this I think... Because God isn't actually saying you need well, to change in order sorry. to come to me. He, he, he's, uh, he's saying there needs something needs to change yeah. for you to come to me. Yeah, that, he's he's basically calling the world to repentance. Now yeah. that means, and again, this is important. The 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 message uh, is it's not about you need to. You know, we're not arguing about individual no. individual things. It's about um, God is making an absolute claim on our lives. Uh, you, you, we, we. Um, we should not. We don't need to live without God, um, and and I think that is the that's the kind of challenge. It, it's it's not about oh w- look and and if we focus on the, the little thing, you know, arguing over whether this particular practice is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not going to make sense unless they recognize that there is a God who makes an absolute claim on our lives, you know what I mean? So in a sense, what we're, the message that we are, um, uh, that we're representing is that there is a God who's making an absolute claim on our lives and to live in defiance of that is a really big problem. Okay. Uh, And so um, that's the big picture. All the bits only make sense once that big picture is, um, you know, so... I guess all of the other things are symptoms of that uh, of that problem, but, but but and are not going to make sense unless mm. unless they understand that there is a God who has a way that uh, you know who sets has an ideal for what human life looks like, yeah. and is calling us back to that. But c- can we get to a point in culture, or are we at the point in culture yeah. in our in our modern post Christian Western culture yeah. where the very concept of the gospel mm. is because of political correctness, yeah. and I'm using that phrase very loosely yeah. about what language can do and everything like yeah. that, because of that inbuilt out view of everything and the way that people are steeped in it, the very concept that you could have a mm. there is a gospel the the good news mm. is innately offensive. Mm. Straight away, because of my worldview of political correctness, can it get to a point that we, you know, it's it, there's a wall there and it doesn't go any further? Yeah, it could get it could get to that point. I mean, the very idea, as I said, the very challenge to our autonomy, mm. the fact that God is making an absolute claim on us, there's a kind of necessary offensiveness to that. Um, but that's the, I think that's always, always has been and always will be the case to some extent. Um, but probably more so now than ever, yeah. uh, in, in, in a sense. Because even in the ancient world, um, people were used to the idea of deities making a claim on people. Okay, There wasn't the same sense of autonomy and this kind of right to, I have a right to set the agenda for my life. Ancient peoples didn't really, they always recognised that there were deities or gods that there made was, some they, kind they of were, claim. They knew there That's was a right. spiritual dimension. But, but in, in, our day, yes. in our day and age, it's increasingly offensive. It actually is increasingly offensive uh, to tell people 
that they don't have a right to set the agenda for their own lives and that there is a God who makes a claim. They, they, they don't have the right to live uh, autonomously. So, in, so you, you're actually right. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying there is an offensiveness there, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's not, let's not create another offensiveness by talking about, I don't know, um, for example, our view about science and, or how old the earth is or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like, you know what, let's just leave that debate, yeah. uh, you know, because actually the, the, the very fact that there is a God that's, that is challenging your autonomy, that, yeah. you know, there's an inherent offensiveness to that. And I don't think we can, we can, we need to be, uh, tactful in how we communicate that, yeah. but we shouldn't play that down. It's almost it's almost like I think this is going to be an image that's going to keep coming back in my mind. The missionary. It's almost like we have to learn the language again for yeah. a lot of these young yeah. people or, or people who are steeped into this political correctness. Yeah. There's such a wall to the gospel claims. It's like we have to sort of study what they actually believe yeah. and go. Okay, how do we how do we enter into that conversation with what they believe, and let the and let the gospel share you know impact yeah. their worldview in that way? It's yeah. almost like having to learn that culture yeah, that's again. Right. We yeah. have to do that. Okay, all right, uh, this is good. We're already we're already halfway through the conversation. Let's take a quick break here on Thrive Perspectives, and we'll come back. And somehow, I don't know how we're going to do it. Probably in a very politically incorrect way, we're going to try to wrap up this conversation here next on Thrive Perspectives. family. Thank you so much for listening to and downloading this episode of Thrive Perspectives. I I was going to say something politically incorrect here to kick this off, but I thought, you know what, that wouldn't be very wise of me. So let's not do that. What I want to do is be very politically correct and let you know that you can now find us on Instagram. You would have heard Matt and I talking about it at the beginning of the episode. Well, I really want you to go follow us on Instagram, thrivetoday.tv. You'll see us there on the on, on, on Instagram, and I know that a lot of you are full-on grammars. You're living on the gram, as they say, and you love the Instagram. Well, this is a way you can interact with us there. Share our posts, put it up in your story, interact with us there on Instagram, leave us a comment, uh, get, you know, tag friends and everybody in there, and this is a great way for you to share what we do on Thrive Deeper and Thrive Perspectives over on Instagram. It's a great platform and we love it a lot. So head over to Instagram, open up that phone app, Instagram, and then look for thrivetoday.tv. And of course, if you're not on a phone, you don't believe in those devices, you can head over to the website, instagram.com, and search for thrivetoday.tv. We'll pop straight up there and you can follow us there as well. Instagram. Ah, dear. What a wonderfully politically correct world that is. And on that note, let's get back into the discussion about political correctness here on Thrive Perspectives. Perspectives, episode 31, uh, your old mate DJ Payne here and sitting opposite the desk is Matthew Jacoby. And for some reason, we're talking about being politically correct. The issue that it is in today's culture, is it an issue? How bad is it? All these types of things. So we've sort of given a bit of a groundwork, had a bit of an overview. Let's zoom in a little bit mm. here. And, you know, I, I, I still think we haven't answered the question for some people who are saying, yeah, but Matt, DJ, I go to work or I, I'm in this environment and if I bring up this and yeah. there's one particular example, it might be a word, it might be something, yeah. 
I will get fired. I will get yeah. in trouble. And this is political. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Particularly if you're talking about something like sexuality or or yeah. gender or these hot, you know, hotbed yeah. kind of issues. And absolutely. again, there's there's yeah. been crazy, ludicrous stories. I mean, I shouldn't say crazy, ludicrous. They're actual real stories of you know a company or an organisation saying, "Listen, if you say you know anything about Easter or Christmas or you know you know these you know type of things, you might mm. offend." Yeah, this yeah, this yeah. imaginary yeah. you know other the minority yeah. over here, so you're not allowed. To, and and so people are like, hang on a minute, this is my religious, free, you know. So there's these yeah. different things around political yeah. correctness that people are concerned about. Yeah, so um, people do. Uh, I, I get asked all the time, what do you think about you know? People go. St- in fact, they go straight to the hotbed issues. Of course, that's kind of the point of access. Um, and. Uh, so there, there are two there are two ways, and, and I guess this brings me to a central concern yeah. uh, that I have around uh, these issues. Because, look, first of all, in no ways do I think uh, we should compromise on on what you know. The, um, uh, God has a a vision for what human life looks like. Let me put it that. It's probably not a great way to put it. Uh, th- there is an ideal yeah. sense. You know, yeah. God created us. He created us for a purpose and to live in a certain way, okay? Yep. Uh, so it, it, so it, therefore, we have ideals. We ha- There are and, objective and, ideals. And that, and that way is the best way. And that's it's right. in communion yeah. with him. It's in relation with him. And it's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah. And that's exactly right. So it's a very positive thing. But what we need, but in in our world, there is that objective ideal is cancelled out. So there's no all there is is what's natural. Okay. Mm. So so you, you've lost a whole uh, point of reference uh, in in the other uh, in, in in the sort of popular kind of worldview. So what's natural is just what is, and and that's yes. you know. And so we have to affirm that. So so this is what makes this uh, the hot topic. So I so I don't think. Uh, we should um, sort of eclipse in any way those objective ideals because I think those are things; uh, those things are there, and that's important. So my concern is is twofold. First of all, um, we can go two ways on this. We can um, sort of, as I've said, almost sort of contemptuously flaunt our views and just throw it up in people's face and say, "Well, this is what I think," and 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 who cares, kind of thing. Um, uh, and and I think I think there's some sensitivity and tactfulness there, as I've said, because I we actually need to disciple people to help them to understand our the worldview within which that fits. Okay, because there are some things that we're going to say that are just unintelligible within this worldview. We need to recognise that uh, we're, we're not. Um, we need to try to speak a language or, or try to lead them to understand the context within. Uh, which uh, our views on that issue fit, okay? So, so which actually means that we need to understand our own worldview and yeah. why we think what we think, rather than, oh, yeah, I just think this. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, we need to help people to understand why we think that. Mm. So, so I think um, uh, what can happen if, if we don't really, if we're not practised in really understanding that, we can just throw up the conviction on the one side or... On the other side, the other thing that can happen is, again, because often if we don't quite understand why, we think we actually downplay that conviction and uh, and we sort of give way to the cultural pressure. This can very easily and does uh, happen where we allow our culture to convince us that what is natural has to be good yes. and, and we lose... We lose a sight of of those uh, ideals okay. completely, and so so I think there's a concern there as well. And so what 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 I'm suggesting again, coming back to you know, we, we need to be as as gentle as as doves, you know, as like that's an element of sensitivity, but shrewd as well. We need to be shrewd as serpents. So there's a sense in which we need to. Um, deal shrewdly in these circumstances to get to the main message you know it's like lead people from that issue to a bigger you know it's not even just so for example if i'm talking about sexuality someone says well what do you think about you know homosexuality or what do you think about gender or binary or or i i i will always use that it's like all you know all roads need to lead to the gospel yeah all roads need to lead to those central fundamental truths and so uh, I'm actually really happy if someone asked me about that because rather than rather than answer that straight up directly because it's just going to be oh yeah I think this uh, yeah I just think it's wrong um, 
uh, I will explain, you know, well, I actually, uh, I believe that God created us for a particular purpose. I, you know, so, so I... Uh, you give you a worldview. Yeah, that's right. So, so I, I believe there are, you know, there are there are these objective ideals for what this looks like. Um, but I also acknowledge the complexity, and this is important too. I acknowledge that we have all fallen yeah. very short of those ideals. So yeah. I will be very quick to say I believe all sexuality has fallen short. I believe all human beings, me included, yeah. have fallen far short of that, those ideals. And I'll point out that sometimes those ideals seem so ridiculously far away yeah. uh, that the pressure is to just look away and get rid of those and we'll just work with with this with you know with this kind of um closed kind of world perspective yeah and i just say to people and i'm just not willing to do that because I, I i believe that there is a god who sets these ideals and in my own and i will always point back to my own life yeah i recognize that i fall very far short of those ideals but i'm not therefore going to justify what seems natural and what seems whatever to me mm. uh because uh, i am committed to a process of change towards an ideal, okay? So, uh, and I believe that uh, that that change, you know, that, and it's I said it's not, and, and I'll often say it's not just about sexuality. A lot of that, a lot of that will in my lifetime still be unresolved. But yes. I'm committed to a life of transformation, mm. and that for me, I'll talk about my relationship with God. This is, you know, um, God is transforming my life. I'm, you know, it's, uh, and so, and I'll talk about that the fact that this is possible. Like I don't, it's not like I don't feel condemned because Jesus Christ has taken away any sense of guilt and shame. Uh, God is working with me. God's Holy Spirit is in my heart. Mm. And so I'm actually bringing everything back. They just want to say, oh, it's almost like it's a challenge. So do you think this is wrong? Do you think this is, uh, well, I'll explain why and then really get it back to those central truths rather than just say, you know, arguing about that issue when it's just going to go back and forth and it's going to be like you're talking a different language. But and they're just going to say, that just seems so, like, how can you, you know, it will just seem really insensitive and, and, and so is forth it, but is if we there, don't explain it. Is there any place for that blunt answer? Is there ever a time for, for that person to have that blunt answer, to have the, the no, the, the one word... Is this the way? I know for you, yeah. maybe not, but for other people, is there is there ever ever a place for that? Like, can you? But give me a give me a, a scenario because again, because I'm because it's like unless I can really have the conversation, unless I think it's going to be constructive, I, I I'm not going to allow other people to provoke me to fill their stereotype. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm just not going to play that game. So it's like, oh yeah, if so. Um, uh, you know, if if they're wanting to confirm a stereotype by pushing me yeah. for a yes or no answer, um, I'm actually I, I'm I'm actually in some sense not going to play that game. I'm you know and okay. and, and I'll I, even I'll even voice that. Look, I said I know that you have this stereotype, but just give me a chance. Like, and and if we can't do it now, I'd, I'd prefer not to answer that because I actually this is this is a a a, a, wor- a worldview issue, and I'd. Love to have the opportunity to explain to you yeah. uh, why we do think this. I, I, guess, I guess I'm coming at it from the perspective, and this is where you and I live in different universes, which is you know, which is great in one sense. Culturally, I am seeing a generation of young people mm. who, and by young people, I you know, I'll say in their thirties and under, mm. who've been raised and steeped in mm. this mm. worldview of political correctness yeah. and 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 rights and all this type of stuff. And I am seeing a generation of people of of thought leaders and you you know they they yeah. pop up every now in popular culture who are bold enough to say this is right and this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Very black and white. Yeah. And the media, you know, in a loose yeah, sense yeah. of the word or the cultural yeah. people, you know, the leaders out there will will feign shock and, you know, say this is awful, hate speech, whatever they want to say. But a generation of young people, these younger people are going, oh, f- oh finally, mm. finally, this is what I've wanted. I've just wanted someone to say, I've always known in my heart that this is mm. 
you know, the, the, so there's. A, I, yeah, I'm I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's a, so that's why I'm saying I'm not trying yeah, so, to so, say. Yeah, so it's it's what you're it's saying a little bit is more abstract. there are people. Yeah, that's right. So there are people there that have the courage to be straight up about it. Um, and again, uh, yeah. and, and some of them might be lean towards a little bit more of the. I don't care if I'm politically yeah. incorrect. I'm going to say what it's like. Yeah. And again, some of these some of these people are Christian. Some of them aren't. I'm I'm just I'm thinking out loud here. Yeah. To go, is there ever a time, not to use it as a justification to say, yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Because I think individually we have to approach each person that we're talking to yeah. with, with wisdom. Look, yeah, and, and look, in, in in a lot of, well, in cases that I know of where that has happened, I actually find myself wishing that they just ex- said that a little more tactfully or explained that because they're just giving the media you know, feeding the media. Yes. And, and again, I don't want to be anti-media uh, no. here, but, um, but I, but it, you know, again, I often find myself, oh, it's just, if only you would have just been a bit more tactful with that. I, I'm so, so I think, but there, there are plenty of cases uh, um, and you would know this because as you say, you live a bit more in the pop, <laughs> pop media universe and I'm not so much, but you know, th- there are cases in which, um, you know, a, a, a Celebrity will, um, in the classic case of J.K. Rowling, who expressed her views about uh, views about gender, yeah. and and you know suddenly people wanting to boycott her books and all of these things, you know, book burning. Uh, honestly, and and actually her comments are, I think, I feel like this was quite well put. Yeah. I mean, she she uses words well, and she she framed her framed her views intelligibly, and I thought it was a good. Um, it was a good contribution to that argument, and yet it still, you know, it still went up in flames. Okay, so, so, so are we now at a point where, I mean, you, you're saying we want to be gracious with people, yeah. and we want to be, you know, say the right thing and lead them into the into the worldview that we have, but we've got to be mindful. I think sometimes, I mean, if you look at the life of Christ, Jesus knew yeah. that there were people out yeah. there who just wanted to fight or just wanted the yeah. the easy answer. That's right. So this is the principle of uh, we should not we sh- we should not bring on the fight. We should do everything we can to avoid okay. unnecessary offence. Yeah. In the understanding that it's probably inevitable. Yeah. You know what I mean. Okay. And this is classic. Uh, the yeah. classic example of this is in Acts twenty and twenty one, where um, you know Paul is on his way to Jerusalem and. And all of these prophets are saying, you know, he says this, the Holy Spirit is saying, yep. you're going to be persecuted, you're going to be, be persecuted, up, right? Yep, yep, yep. So he goes to, to Jerusalem and there's an inevitability around this. But he makes sure that he does everything to demonstrate uh, the, the the fact that he is innocent of, of the charges. You know, so he goes through this, he gets to Jerusalem and, and the, you know, the church says, look, there's this rumor about you that you're this and you're that. Uh, so you know, against the law of Moses. So can you go through this this particular ritual? And, and yeah. you know, Paul has been quite outspoken in a way about not, we don't need to do this kind of stuff anymore. Yet he goes through the ritual just so that, you know, he will do everything he can to avoid uh, unnecessary offense. And it's the same thing, you know, with the circumcising Timothy. I'm going to do everything I can to avoid unnecessary offense. And yet, what is clear there is that there's an inevitability and what we see about these instances where, where, you know, people who I think put their views fairly tactfully, what I felt was fairly tactfully, for example, in J.K. Rowling's uh, case, you just not, in some ways you're not going to win, you know, uh, because it still flies in the face of that. Um, There is, um, you know, of course, uh, when in situations where you're asked just to comment on, on this or it's because often we, we we're, we're in an age where, where it's the age of little media grabs like little soundbite the soundbite yeah they the, want the soundbite. soundbite and and there's something really problematic about mm-hmm. soundbites a soundbite isn't a conversation like a Twitter comment is not a conversation there's no complexity that's in, right in and 140 I, characters and yeah. actually what we want as Christians is to have this is too important out you know. This is too important for us not to have conversations about it. We want to have a conversation about it, and and I think um, if you're going to put out sound bites, then 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 put out things that are going to um, help the conversation, or, or or you know prompt people in the right kind of ways, but not things that are just going to just grate against people in areas that need 
a broader conversation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you, if if you if you're going to put out something, you think actually this this requires more conversation around for this to be intelligible. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the classic example is that you know, the post by Israel Folau, which which was more or less a, like a, a something you know, like a Bible quote, mm. uh, and yet it caught. You know, and I would suggest not very tactful, you know, not tactful, mm. that required conversation. So don't, like, don't do that. That's not, I mean, I, I think that that's the problem that I have with that. And I'm, you know, Israel is a lovely guy and I think yeah. he's got a heart for God, but just a, a little more tactfulness there w- would have been in order. Okay, I want to go to the other side now because we've been talking a lot about, um, you know, political correctness used against us as Christians, as yeah. in we're, we're assuming that we are standing in opposed to a lot of the ideas yeah. that political correctness yeah. is. You mentioned briefly before, the other problem is, I mean, the, the you've, you've, you're, you've gone, okay, when it comes to political correctness, we are often in opposition to it as a Christian. Yeah. And now the problem is that we could stand over here and give a short, sharp answer or argumentative yeah, yeah. and go, go that yeah. road. The other side of the coin are those sensitive... Souls yeah. who are Christians, yeah. and they get told, "Okay, now you know it's politically correct to use yeah. these adjectives, or you know, speech like this, or you know, we're going to stand up for this minority or this sexuality or anything like this." And they will just accept everything yeah. that the narrative tells of them is, yeah. is politically correct. And some correct. of those things, honestly, if I want to have a conversation, they say, "Can, can you please use this pronoun?" Uh, that's uh, whatever. Who cares? Okay, that's fine because yeah. I just want to have a I just want to have a conversation yeah. with you, and and so I'm not going to, uh, you know, I, I'm going to build bridges. I'm going to. It's like that's the becoming all things to them. I'm, you know, and and I and I realize you, you're probably leaning over a line, but I'm prepared to lean over a line, yeah. uh, to you know, to draw people. And, 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 as, and as long as long as the the object is you know is to draw people towards something. Yeah, and I, th- and, I, and I think you've summed up, I think, the problem that I have with people who are really willing to jump into the politically correct yeah. language and speech and virtue, yeah. you know, the signals and everything like that, is they sort of have lost the mission. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're living in Babylon, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, like, they're living in there and they've forgotten that they're... Yeah. they're, they're, they're yeah. you know. and, that, and that often really is a result of, of people losing sight of... Uh, of our biblical worldview and actually how integrated that is and how important those ideals are and uh, almost losing hope in that. You know, it's too far away. These ideals are too... And, and, and they... Um, and so the, the the pressure is... And there's, it really is... It's it's hard to overstate how how enormous this pressure is on uh, on people today to capitulate to the, the sort of standard, what is seen as the... Um, the kind of the well, I'm going to refer to as social orthodoxy because yeah. we're quite a dogmatic culture. Uh, we're we're a sort of, you know, uh, there's a, there's a real dogmatism uh, around this, and and so it's kind of scary. Like if I, I don't want to be ostracized. I don't I don't want to be cancelled. You yeah. know, although that's I think that's probably less uh, common, but still, uh, unless, still unless you're in media or a writer yeah, or yeah, anything that's like right, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, the, the pressure is there. So I, I actually think we need to do better in terms of uh, understanding our worldview, and uh, and even if when when we do feel like we're when we are capitulating, or you know, if you're listening to this and thinking, well, I actually I actually don't think that that's wrong, and I think that that's you know, I I just really encourage you um, to just try to understand why uh, those Christian ideals are what they are yeah. and and try to understand that within a big worldview, within, within a worldview, have a conversation with a pastor or a leader, someone that can help you understand that. Because, um, yeah, th- th- there is this enormous, enormous cultural pressure and we actually, in that sense, um, you know, again, we need to be sensitive but we should not compromise on on those ideals. Mm. All right, I want to I want to um, I want to throw one last thing at you, and mm. I really, really want to like you know, uh, I, I feel like you've been sailing above the mud, Matt. Okay. You've been sailing <laughs> as you as you're very good at doing. I don't want to grab you and pull you yeah. down in the mud and yeah. go. Okay, how about this? Something that's you know uh, that is that is happening you know online at the moment. They're very very current as as we're recording it. 
there seems to be, and again, if you if you're a conspiracy theorist, you'd be saying there's obviously an a um, you know, a thought behind it. There's someone planning yeah. it or some group planning it. Yeah. I don't think that's there's yeah. you know, there's one one person sitting in a chair or a group of people. I think it's just the way the culture is going. In America we see and America is setting the pop culture trend for mm. the rest of the Western world and, and you know, we're following suit over here. There seems to be um artists in the States, uh, and they seem to be all African American black artists uh, at the moment. Uh, I, I think of two that are all over the news at the moment. Uh, Cardi B is a is a female rapper singer, and then you got Little Nas X. And again, I'm talking about I've people. Never, who, no, I've I'm, never I'm, heard. I of know, this I'm before. speaking a foreign language, and for you, if if it's a foreign language that I'm speaking to, praise God, the world you live in. And and if but if you're you're going, I can't believe DJ's bringing this up on perspectives. You know what I'm talking about. These are number one artists in America, time and time again. The overwhelming Mm. Uh, audience that they have are children, teenagers mm. and children. Overwhelming. Mm. Both of them just recently won on the Grammys, Cardi mm. B, uh, and, and, and with another artist, wearing next to nothing, performing lesbian sex acts mm. on live television and being yeah. celebrated by the culture. Little Nas X, uh, phenomenally huge artist over the last couple of years, Again, his 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 target market is is children and and teenagers. Ha, is is openly gay. Uh, has just released a video and a song that is so offensive. Mm. Uses biblical themes. Um, lyrically, it's just the worst, you know, sexual tripe that he's, spe- he's yeah. speaking. I don't even think if you were you know anybody who was non, I don't know how you can hear any of these things and go this is okay, but. Um, in the video portraying, again, just full-on sex acts mm. uh, with, with spiritual overtones, yeah. you know, with the most, you know, biblical overtones yeah. over it. And he's, they are wanting to offend yeah. Christianity. They are wanting to offend mm. the status quo in yeah. what they perceive yeah. as the status quo. If people are standing up against that, they're immediately shut down as non-progressive, yeah. you know, non-accepting, racist, blah, 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 blah. And yet, you know, in the same breath, at the same week, we have people saying, well, it's time to cancel, you know, children's books. Mm. It's time to get rid of these shows. You know, this Mm. Disney cartoon is offensive. Let's get rid of the Muppets, whatever it is. I know it's what it's is an going enormously on? yeah it's a it's what in many ways on? it's an enormously hypocritical because uh, I know we have situation. young people listening I know we have people in school yeah. listening I know we have people yeah. in university listening and it, and it sounds so silly to us who are past all this but they're going yeah, this is the world that I live in DJ this is the world that I live in Matt mm. how do I navigate this how do I say this is you know like where do what where do yeah. we go yeah it's um. I think, I think we need to stick to them. You, you could fight so many battles here. Yeah, um, but it's almost being go... used as a, is, this is what I feel. I feel like it's being used as a test now. Yeah, like it's a grid. Yeah, and 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 it's an ever shifting yeah. sand of of approval. Yeah. And unless you affirm, yeah, like okay, we've gone from in a very short time, you know. You have to affirm or allow same-sex marriage. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. Okay, you win that one. You whatever. People give in or go. Actually, I have no whatever. You go through that. A few years later, it's like now you have to affirm, like a satanic ritual performing sex acts on television, and if you don't, you're a racist, bigot, homophobe. Mm. Da da da. Like the line is. Yeah. And in a lot of those cases, they they what they are wanting to provoke, yeah. You know, because uh, as they provoke this, I mean, you know, you'll get more media and you'll get you get better sales and right. all that type yeah, of stuff. So, exactly. So I think you've just got to be wise to what game are these people playing, and they're trying to draw me into they're trying to draw me into a fight here, yeah. and and I think and okay, yeah, some Christians just jump into the fright into the fight and. 
um, again, I think we need to be really shrewd about how we do that and, and aware of what these people are doing, that, that they're wanting to stigmatise us in this way. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think we need to keep our integrity and the integrity, you know, of, of our family environments. And, you know, that, that's our area, you know, that we, um, we, we need to think twice about trying to be the moral police of the world. Mm. Um, because that's not what we're called to be. We're actually called to, at a grassroots level, uh, to uh, openly and boldly share our faith, challenge where people are at, challenge the central things. Don't go out banging a bad fruit on the end of branches, right? Our, our culture, uh, there are lots of things that, that is basically, you know, bad fruit on the end of branches. Now, just if, if we're constantly going around and, and, you know, with a stick bashing the bad fruit wherever, wherever we see it, we're actually not dealing with the central issue. And the that, root, is, the yeah, and that is the root of yeah. the root cause of the issue. And the root cause of the issue is that people don't know God, uh, is that people are alienated from God and God's ways. And Jesus Christ came to reconcile people to God, to call people back to God. Mm. And, and that there is a, there is a divine invitation to, uh, to come back to God. And we need to represent that invitation. And that means challenging people with, you know, with the fact that they are living without God. You don't need to live without. We should not live without. God is making, you know, come back to God. That's uh, because now we can through Jesus Christ. So that call to come back to God through Jesus Christ, we, this is, again, uh, to harp on this thing that we've said so many times in this podcast is keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm. Uh, we need to actually make sure we're sticking to the root issue. A lot of my concern and, and I, you know, around things like this is that we get distracted from the gospel. This is like, again, another big theme in this podcast. I think that, you know, we, we have a spiritual enemy that wants us to talk about just about anything except mm-hmm. for the actual gospel, which according to Paul is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, right? Amen. So I'm going to get them to engage in debates about, you know, the Bible and science or sexuality or, you know... Or, the latest performance on the Grammys. Yeah, the latest parties. performance yeah, yeah. on the... I, I, you know, it's like, you know, so, so I'm going to so shock them with all of this bad fruit on the end of the branches so they'll be going trying to clip off the end of the branches, anything but get to the root uh, because actually the gospel is the power of God for the healing of the root. And... Uh, and I think that's what we need to stick to. It's we 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 sh- must not get swayed away from like those things are are symptoms. And I I believe that almost the more shocking it is, the more evident it will become. This is the thing: um, sin and, and evil will always overplay its hand. So and and it doesn't even really take us to point that out, mm. you know. So it's like the 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 worse things get, uh, even the fact you know like. You know, it's been interesting to follow the the reactions to J.K. Rowling's. I mean, I'm just talking about that yeah. uh, case for, for a moment. Like, there are there are lots of people that have come out and actually actually shocked yeah. by a culture that would cancel, cancel this this person. That that makes it you know, it just expresses her views fairly tactfully. So it's almost like I can ju- we can stand and let that play out because you know, and not enter that fray. Let's not get drawn into these battles. Let's actually stick to that one-on-one conversation that we have with people mm. um, or, or with our field of influence, mm. you know, a real conversation about what really matters, what is really important, what the real problem is uh, and what the real solution is to it. I, I want to reiterate and, I, and I, uh, you know, and we'll close with this. You used a phrase there, you know, the root, the yeah. root problem. Yeah. And I think that might be – I think that's going to be a challenge for me going forward. And I'd love to challenge, you know, everyone who's listening. When you are asked a question or when you are brought into something or you're dealing with this political correctness about whatever it is, stop, maybe pray, maybe think for a second and go – maybe even maybe even challenge yourself that you're going to use in the sentence the phrase, this, you know – the root cause behind this, yeah. you know, the, I think that is such a a great way yeah. to approach this, yeah. such a biblical way to, to, to approach yeah. this. And it, it can lead to so many gospel things. You won't get drawn into the yeah. actual 
thing, yeah. the actual kerfuffle, you'll go behind it and say, let's talk about the root cause here. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, and a great example uh, of this is when, you know, as a pastor, I'll get asked, you know, should I change my sexual identity? You know, like someone that said, uh, and I'm, the first thing that I want to talk about is, okay, let, let's just push sexual, because your identity isn't tied up in your sexuality. Let's just talk about your identity. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the root, the, the fundamental things. Uh, and off invariably, there's confusion around that, you know. And, and so it's like, let's have that conversation. Uh, because only once we've had that conversation can we bring these other elements in. So I, I find that again and again, um, moving from the branch to the root issue, because the gospel speaks to the root issue. The gospel is speaking powerfully to that. And, uh, and I believe... In, in a culture of distraction, in a culture that wants to draw us into this and that battle and into this fray and that fray, uh, it can all be a distraction from the, from the central good news that deals the, the fundamental solution to the fundamental problem. Uh, and to be distracted from that is already to start losing ground. So let's not lose ground. We want to talk about compromise? Let's not compromise on that. Uh, when we go out, start bashing bad fruit, I believe we're compromising uh, our mission. And so let's keep the main thing the main thing. Thanks for listening to Thrive Perspectives. We want to hear from you. So send us your big questions and ideas. Our home on the internet is thrivetoday.tv. You can contact us, download other shows, see all of our resources and much, much more at our website, thrivetoday.tv. The Thrive Today Network is on Facebook. Our Facebook page and links to our community groups are waiting for you. Just search and like Thrive Today page in Facebook now. Visiting the website, ratethispodcast.com slash thriveperspectives really helps us reach more people. So head to ratethispodcast.com slash Thrive Perspectives. We hope that these shows will challenge you to look at life from a new perspective and thrive. This was another DJP.FM production.